When last we left the party, you were all pushing on the doors to get out. There is a bit of resistance, uh, but the combined effort of, what, four people, you managed to basically... Dead guy. Three and a half and a dead guy. <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't 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 downgrade yourself, Rylan. You're not well, Jasper's weak. helping, isn't he? No, he's no, unconscious. He's unconscious. He is he's unconscious. Aren't we leaving him on the floor? Less time. We are, that's right. I was actually going to raise that point, but well, let's carry on. You would have pushed it. Oh, it's locked, and then Ryan would have taken an axe to it. So <laughs> let's just yeah. let's just put like damage to property on the long list of. <laughs> I hope they didn't damage your tower too much. Killing his servant, more, resurrecting, more damage to property, um, hitting the floor a bunch of times. Yeah, lots of chicken wings. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's really greasy. Was, was this a fucking pub crawl or a theft? It's <laughs> quite fun to be home. I can say we love our fried chicken. So, yes. The servant's not dead, is he? I thought we left him alive. Oh, wait, no. no you stabilised him. Just very dangerously close to That's him. fine. We left him alive. It's fine. Uh, and that and Jasper, who's unconscious as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that guy. This guy. Did you do all of this and then fall asleep? Admittedly, <laughs> 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 it would be tiring to destroy six suits of armour, almost kill a guy, and then throw chicken wings everywhere. And then get robbed? <laughs> like, everywhere. <laughs> Still <laughs> finding them, like, cats after. Why do you have no <laughs> items on you? <laughs> Who took your shoes? I don't think he took his shoes. I, don't I took... intend to take his shoes. <laughs> I took his dagger. <coughs> we left him with one dagger, didn't take we? His pants. We're not completely harmless. <laughs> take his pants. <laughs> Leave, Leave his shoes. Yeah. Leave his shoes. We're not going to solve the guy. Let's... Right. Look. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. What actually, what did you guys do in the aftermath of this, this battle? I took a dagger. Yeah. I stole all the jewelry he had. Yeah. I took most of his shit. Now, you would have all made notes of what you've taken. Yes? I took yes. um, the pipe and tobacco from Clarence's corpse. Because we had a smoke together and we're buddies now. Except he's dead and I'm not. So dead, he's your body's dead buddies. Buddy. Dead buddies. He's my dead buddy. Get it? Um. <laughs> Try. You know what? The listeners I've... at home are laughing, okay? They're really not. I'm sorry. I'm being I got angry. the holy symbol, weird gold coin. Beard I is scraggly. Um, his, his hammer. I've got um, a swan symbol necklace and earrings that are made of some kind of sapphire thing and a whole bunch of coins. All right. You're blinged up. I'm so blinged what, up. Uh, okay, now I know there was consternation about not being able to loot the fucking tower, but <laughs> is there anything you wanted to do before you left the scene of the crime? Personally, no, so I'm all good. I was going to make a recommendation that we don't leave Jasper here. Because, and there's logic to this. That's a perfectly good bridge you can throw him off. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? I heard nothing. Because there is only two people here who can identify us. One is Jasper. The other is the nearly dead guy (laughs) that I tried to kill and several of you tried not to kill. I'm still all for murdering the prick. (laughs) No... Why? Why are we? So, so this guy can I? Why are we leaving Jasper? I thought Jasper was like a dead weight. Um, nine, I think he is a patsy, but there is no need for us a patsy because we are. We're leaving him here because he wanted to grab something. That was. But he's hard. unconscious. <laughs> yeah, but. And he's he... not waking up soon. Yeah, but he might. We'll okay, slap so him about a bit. You are okay. terrible. He would like you. I didn't know. He never liked I me. I liked him. I just think he might want the stuff he left. Or, you know. Or, or he might what not want to get found by the visit. Well, you know, that's also true. I feel, my personal self, I think we should take the guy mm-hmm. and ditch him in an alleyway. 
so while you guys are ha- while Abella and Scan are having a very avid argument uh, over whether or not we leave the guy to be murdered yeah. by the wizard who would probably be angry by what has happened. Why have I got a leaky dwarf on my shoulder? He is heavy, but becoming less so. Uh, Rosh actually trills in your ear. He's not particularly happy about. I can't that. understand why. Just stand on his head. Uh, he actually he he does kind of uh, sniff the dwarf. Pour at it and then sort of oh God, I hope do the cat nest it. in his hair. He does, does, he does the he does the cat thing of like clawing at it to sort of see if it's like viable. Um, oh God, and, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, eat no, them. he's he's just sort of <laughs> chewing on the ear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like here is your dead son. Ignore the bite marks. I apologise for the bite marks. My, My dragon is curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Does anyone actually know where Clarence lived? Or... No, but his father was in the city, yeah. Yes, but the city so is... Like a I was just going to try and find a dwarf and be like, hey, do you know this guy? I'm looking for a long bottom. <laughs> Nothing funny. I'll just straight up I'll go around, uh, just straight up ask, is there anything anyone's wanting to do while they're here or are you guys wanting to move on? So he takes the Jasper. Okay, yeah, back on we Jasper. We kill the old guy. Aunt, we leave the box with uh, the fake ones, the one that we are supposed to leave. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that is tying us to this place... Once the second most powerful person in the city is the old guy, who I have on more than one occasion attempted to murder. I just think <clears> that because Clarence pretty much sacrificed his life to save an innocent, and it I would th- be a waste of his life to kill that innocent man. That is a shame. I think Clarence was wrong. And I don't think that honouring his memory by allowing a man to live who could easily identify this one, pointing at Ryland, I am pretty distinctive. <clears throat> you are pretty distinctive, my dear. And also, it's the crazy dwarf with the, 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 the halfling, sorry, my apologies. A halfling with the rough. <clears throat> and frankly, you and I are not that indistinguishable either. He does also know everyone's name because of him. I got so small. <laughs> I will point out also. Shut up, dead Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> Dead, dead Clarence, however, raises a good point. The reason I told him our names was because right from the moment I met him, he was dead to me. But even, like, even if I had not told him his na- our names, I am a sailor with a dragon on my shoulder. She is a dragon. Born. The d- dragon, my apologies, dragon born. And he is a dwarf with a ruff. A halfling with, with a ruff. You are the only one who can get out of this scot free. You are free to bugger off. But the three of us are easy to spot. And that wasn't intentional on my behalf, but I'm just going to point out it was your actions that led to this guy being in the circumstance he's in and we're in right now. So, no, I don't think we should kill him. How so is mine reactions? You threw a harpoon at him! Nine, nine. (laughs) It's not mine fault that he walked in on us while we are leaving. He sees us. And then you threw a harpoon at him. Yeah, because he can identify us. Ryland, what's your passive perception? Um, uh, uh, nine. Nine? Okay. Um, Ryland, you notice that behind the arguing elf and the arguing dead dwarf and half-elf... <laughs> is he arguing? <laughs> the, I mean, he's uh, adding to I'm currently discussion. rolling my eyes You're making like a Ryland. point. You're certainly <laughs> making a very eloquent point sitting on my he's dead dwarf. trying behind. to turn over in his grave. Behind the uh, archway at the far end of the room, there is a stone-on-stone grinding Well, that's not good. A very large figure is moving behind the curtain. Guys! Yeah. Look that way. Well, that's not good. So uh, I think we should leave soon. The large statue that Nizor <clears throat> blasted off him 
is actually starting to animate and is in the process of sort of slowly standing up. Ryland, quickly no, clap yeah. the old man, please. You're Can I lift Jasper? Yeah. Um, if Nezor's going to help you, then you don't have to worry about it. I can help. I no, don't Nez. know how much. Help he is yeah. very small. So Let's we'll, do this. Yeah. It's just it, take it's the kinda, legs. He's going to be a bit lopsided, but we'll get there. I'll take most of the weight and you just take like the legs or something. Just drag a foot. Adrylan grabs the old guy. I got the old guy. We, okay. we can have a chat to him when he comes to. Vidash? Yeah. Um, the head of the statue has basically become prominent above the arch and is now turning to look towards you and very slowly starts moving. So we are leaving. Uh, yeah, leave. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you run through the doorway onto a sort of raised platform which has a set of stairs that goes straight down into a small garden outside. You've cleared, you're outside the tower. Um, the surrounding grounds is effectively a two lanes of a road that come to a turning circle. There's a row of small trees running either side, about six of them, and at the far end you see a large gate and a brown brick wall that runs the perimeter. Of the area in the circle. Running, yeah. running, 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 gate and out. Yep. I, yeah, I, I guess I don't have really much of an option. I just go where with uh, a Bella goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, doing that as well. Yeah. Um, the statue ha- is following you outside. It has a little difficulty getting through the doorway, but it swoops down and gets through. However, you run down to the end, far outstripping it, because it is moving rather slow. For something that's quite large, that could potentially move quite fast, it is actually quite laboured and quite slow in movement. Um, you get to the gate push the gate open it's not locked uh, the statue once you clear the basically once you clear the perimeter the statue sort of stops animating and just stands there in the middle of the uh, middle of the road oh uh, well that's good you're, you find yourself on a um, rather clean looking street um, it's rather wide made of cobblestone probably has quite a lot of uh, cart traffic through the day horse shit then well, um, I mean it's like I said it's actually quite clean so in this part of the town they probably actually have someone who comes up, up afterwards yep. and cleans it uh, like a night sortman or something even, like that even medieval times they had that but it is a rather empty uh, time of night Good. there is no one that you can see on the street yes I mean it's probably about 5am uh, it is that sort of light blue lights starting to filter through so it is a little bit more uh, illuminated than it was before it's not pitch black yay uh, right, so I, apart from the Clarence being dead bit we haven't done a bad job guys yeah, yeah you know um, so what are we three ain't bad what are we doing with Jasper um, I say ditch him in a street he's not likely to dob us in I'd say find a small bush and just tuck him gently behind it that sounds more fun we, yeah, we've got him I think we can make that decision yes. <laughs> is there a small bush around okay so this street uh, actually heads in two directions it runs perpendicular to the tower to the left 400 meters away there's about a there is a uh, large bridge that goes over a what looks like a river uh, to the right it goes on an incline actually up to another level of the, of the city because the city is kind of tiered against a spire of a mountain um, and basically straight ahead of you is a set of buildings rather large looking domiciles probably the middle class lives here um, it's a well to do looking town little Little bushes and shrubs, uh, bushes and shrubs, <laughs> little bushes and shrubs. Those are the people who maintain the bushes and shrubs. Yeah, the bushes, <laughs> bushes and, and the shrubs. Yeah. Well, Never confuse the two. Never. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's two families down the street. Actually, that's both that alike in shrubbery. On side, oh, bushes on the other. Two families, both alike in shrubbery. <laughs> in topiary. So find... In topiary. Yeah. Yes. See so if you can find a um, drop him out in front of a pub. There's always unconscious people out in front well, of. Yeah. That's a good point. I like Thanks, the shrub, Dad, though, because I the guy's freaking irritating. I want him scratched. No. I mean, like, a 
nice, comfortable shrub. Um, You've clearly never out. gone hedge jumping. Okay, do we want to head downhill and see if we can find either a pub or a bush large enough to conceal? Is that where the bridge is? Because bridge, the bridge, is, the bridge is the left. It kind of, it's, I, I suppose it's on a bit of a slant downhill. It's not. I feel like we want to be going the direction of the pub that we came from in the first place to find a pond. Do we know which way that is? The screen of buildings that are in front of you actually doesn't give you much reference point as to where it is, but you remember Mano's Tower being sort of like halfway up the mountain. Um, so down is better. Yeah, the city is sort of tiered uh, upwards in three tiers, and the upper tier, which is where this road to your right's heading, uh, actually finishes up at the Ard's Palace. The Ard's Palace sits at atop a flat plateau where it's actually had quite a lot of land cleared away. So there are a large amount of gardens there as well, which is also something you might be interested in going to see. Mm-hmm. It's actually visible from the docks. Um, it's sort of like a tree line. We could dump Jasper there. I think, yeah, somewhat nearby like that would be good in case he does decide he wants to nip back into the palace. And I, I'm just thinking if we're going to leave him somewhere, he's a tiefling, we may not want to leave him somewhere posh. I feel like we don't That's want to leave him in a place where he's going to get robbed more. This is why I'm thinking somewhere concealed, <laughs> like. <laughs> we haven't taken his shoes yet. <laughs> Much no. to my disappointment. I vote down. I'm down. I'm heading down. You're down with down. Well, this guy's heavy. Let's go down. I want to have a look at the bridge and see if there's anything around the bridge that could be used to Ted conceal. Ted Clarence just suggested Jasper. he might be mutilated in his sleep. <laughs> his horns are enough. That's easy, right? <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> oh, I think they might oh, be. Oh, he likes to think so. The letters of the thing. thinks so. It's interesting you bring up the thing about um, making sure that he doesn't get, like, more robbed. Um, like I said, tieflings are not particularly popular um, people. Uh, some of them in- integrate with societies once people get to know them better, but they're generally considered to be nerdy-wells or members of the Unholy Empire, which everyone's a bit shit scared of. This is why I'm thinking maybe not in front of a pub. Somewhere. Somewhere concealed. I like a bush. And like, and, and a slightly less savoury neighbourhood, people I mean, are more yeah. likely to ignore an unconscious body in the street. So I'm assuming you're walking mm, point. over the bridge, though, at this point. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, go. Okay, so we need to keep trotting down this hill to right. find a big bush. Let's go. Yeah. Now, uh, you're actually quite a ways from the shore. Oh, we are looking for a bush. Just a bush. Just like some there's front plenty edge. Of, there's plenty of them around this area. Like what about like a, like a front garden hedge? Just... just you're yeah. on a main road. If you literally went one street over, I'm sure you'd find one. Yeah, let's go a street over just so it's slightly less populated. So. Let's get rid of it. We're walking, <laughs> but also talking about these things. Yes, so, we're yeah, both, let, yeah. us, let us so make, a, make a, a short left and then a right and then fine. In this cul-de-sac, there's a small set of bushes and a statue. You can literally dump Jasper in there. You're just going to gently Arrange him like he's just laid down for a sleep. Yes. Which he has a hands clasped under his face. Do we want to leave a note for him? Happy no, I think he'll be able to figure out what happened. Last time he saw us, we were all fighting suits of armor. Okay. We'll, we'll just hope for a bit of memory loss after the wacky got. Or, or well, no, I don't even need to worry about that because it is it is all about... He's not likely to tattle. Hmm. He was one of the people who was in there. Shall we find a different alley and pop the older gentleman in it? Uh, I would like to have a conversation with yeah, him. Yeah, I want to keep him until he wakes up. There's no okay. need we, I yep, know, I'm enough. not promising I won't kill him. I'm not promising I will. That is all I ask from you at this point in time. We consider the possibility I, I, of not killing him. Did you the old bear? Rylan. I did. Rylan. Right, sorry. I, I just don't know if Dupree will like that we had... Look, we can. The guy's guy still but, unconscious. He's not waking up anytime soon. We established that. We'll just we'll have a conversation. We'll yeah. just figure out from there. I'm going to rip a bit of cloth off Jasper's shirt 
and blindfold the old guy. Okay, he's got a like a sort of small overcoat. No, not overcoat. What do you call them? Like coat that kind of comes up to here. It's, it's a like a vest with sleeves. Clothes. He's so dashing. No, no, like his shirt. Is he wearing a shirt under the coat? Yes, he is. It's a rather nice looking shirt. Don't be bad. Too bad, man. <laughs> okay, so I'm. Now it probably happened in the uh, in the. It's now a rather bed. nice looking. Tank. Oh yeah. <laughs> Show off his rockin' abs. Does Jasper have rockin' abs? He does have rockin' abs. Yes! <laughs> Something for the ladies. Well, this well, one the straight, the straight ladies, and, yeah. Yeah, just for, just for me. Ebba's Ebba just like, hey guys, wait, wait. I just need to look. Okay, yep, committed to memory. All right, we're good. Yeah. Just draw a picture, the would you? odd red, like... I do want to clarify a point about tieflings in this world, though. Um, tieflings do not have colour discoloration. They generally have horns or claws or a tail or something that looks roughly demonic about their appearance, but they do not have discolorations. So they're the same colour as people? They're people skin colour. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> he Shut up, that man. In fact, he has two little horn nubs coming out of his forehead. So Daniel Radcliffe in that film. Well... Not really, because he had far more pronounced ones, but my point... like. Oh, okay, so how, how big are we talking? Um, so, basically, nubs, nubs. really. Little oh, nub. Um, I've seen little, pictures and they were like... Nubs. Yeah, they roll over and back. He, for whatever reason, has little nubs. He does have a specially made pair of trousers, just so, just since we were going over. <laughs> trousers with four legs, is it? <laughs> one at the front, one at the back for the no. tail. He has a little hole for the tail. Yeah, it's it's almost like a small pant leg. It's very tiny. It allows How him long does it go? The tail? All, all the way up. No, 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 not the tail. The pant leg. I don't care about the tail. No, like the tail, so how long is the tail? The tail could easily go to the ground and then wrap around the front of his feet. Is it prehensile? You're not seeing him use it prehensily, but um, he... Uh, no, just generally. Uh, oh, as in, can he move it? Do two yeah. things, can they? Like, would it be a third limb for picking shit up? Like, it would be a very poor limb for him to use. Uh, it is very thin. It's oh. one. Of, it's like your cartoon devil style thing, like the oh, okay. spade. So it's not like a not like, like a. Uh, or he could perhaps, like for instance, wrap it around a dagger handle. He wouldn't necessarily be able to stab someone with it. But he could lift. But he could lift it. Yeah. Like, and how long does this pant leg go up this time? It's literally like a, a two inches. Um, oh, okay. It's like so just a little like, opening. He, he doesn't want to get cold or no? Okay. Yeah. Does, Roland has a tail, right? Yeah. I believe so, yes. Yeah, yeah. But I don't believe it's prehensile. And again, yeah, like, it's not I, useful, not, but yeah. yeah. She has a tail. Could she ditch it if she was attacked? Do we want to progress? We <laughs> do. Keep, 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 keep heading downward. Keep, keep, keep Jasper's shoes. Do we want to keep... <laughs> Those for walking. Maybe, Look, maybe just tie him up with his laces. No. <laughs> to be fair, they are rather fancy looking shoes. How, like, how hard wearing do they look? Like, oh, they no. look they look like Shut up you. They look like dress shoes. Like I said, they nine, look, nine, I'm good. Look, I've already ripped his shirt open. Let's just leave it at that. I mean like we, we can't continue on you him. being all high and mighty who robbed him. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. Like a man's is shoes is, is, is one thing. really you he stole robbed. his knives. Yeah, but I needed those. I didn't yeah, steal his shoes. No, I'm just saying she's a thief. No, you tried to encourage her to steal his shoes. No, I don't exactly. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yes, the uh, road winds. It is actually like a pretty direct road. It it finishes up in a town square that is pretty close to the seaside. It is about 5.30 now. It's taking about half an hour to walk the length of this. This guy's heavy. Can we get there already? So you're basically at the docks area, but to get to, well, I mean, to get to where you need to go with two unconscious people... Would be a trick. It would be a trick because now it's, people are starting to wake up. Bakers, yeah, for instance, yeah. have started cooking. Well, they would have been awake at four. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, when I say they're starting to cook, I mean, like, they'd be taking their stuff out of the 
the yeah. oven, they'd be setting up stalls. People are starting to wake up. Yeah. Um, you are, like I said, you're in this town square and you can already see like the blacksmith started setting his fire and his little smithy that he's got that's attached <clears> to what you assume is his house. What can we see around? Are there like, are there, are there presumably many buildings? Yeah, it's effectively an enclosed square with one open facing towards the sea. Like taverns? There is a tavern uh, to your left called the Randy Harlot. To your right, there is a smithy, bakery, and fishmongers. Should we continue down uh, through the docks, pretending to be drunk? All right, so you're walking along the foreshore. You see on the docks, little dock hands, moving cargo, not really paying much attention. And frankly, none of them are, even if they do notice you, they don't care because they've seen people do bub crawls before. Guys, it's working. (laughs) Shut up. The early morning uh, sunrise brings a dead sea Dead Clarence field. Well, yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Can you smell that? Yeah, it smells like dwarf. <laughs> Good God. It's like trying to herd cats. Um, okay, so yes, like I said, early morning, there's the sort of awful smell from the dead fish, you know, in You're at the sunken cask. <laughs> Getting through I assume you're going through the front door, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're going down. I mean, we made it. Back to more drinking. You go down the staircase, we push the door open, and bell chimes. Um, The place is empty. This is good. They probably put the bell bell there in case anyone wanders in. Um, It's funny you say that because uh, you do hear a bit of movement from the back. Um, Rather large noise. Tancred? I'm putting the dwarf in a chair. Tancred does poke his head around from the back, uh, looking through the doorway. Uh, he's wearing a blue nightcap. Fantastic. Uh, what colour is Tancred's skin? Tank- Tancred's... Oh, he's a half-dwarf. A half-dwarf. So it's green. It might be a light green. Like, uh, it, it is like a light green. more of a lime green. rather than a pea green. green. Like a pea, no, not a pea green. Not a pea like, green, but more of a... Not a lime green. I'm, it's a sort of an aqua Right, like, bang! Mint? What else? What's your Who cares? What does that He's seasick green. Can we move on? What? <laughs> 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 Abella. <laughs> what colour is that? Because um, it's normally the colour of the last thing you ate. Josh, shut up. <laughs> okay, so. Blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tancred pokes his head out. He's wearing a little nightcap, <clears throat> blue nightcap. Uh, and he seems a little bit bewildered by the fact that you're here. With two dead guys? Well, dead well he, he just. he. Oh, From his perspective, he sees, uh, you know... Morning, morning, morning. <laughs> From his perspective, he sees, you know, a, a dwarf that appears to just be unconscious in a, in a chair, an old man over someone's shoulder, you know, and you guys are looking quite roughed up. I mean, not injured and bleeding necessarily, but... Oh, I took a couple of blows. We've had we've yeah. had not great days. <laughs> I'm okay. Someone who's feeling fine. Someone who looks yeah. battle like you're seeing a Ryland. Yeah, Ryland's got a bit of a shiner. Regardless, you're not looking too crash hot. Um, Tanker looks at goes. Shall I fix you some drinks? <laughs> You've uh, read my mind. And good stiff rum, my friend. <laughs> Just give me a moment to get changed. And a tankard for the dwarf. What are you okay. going to do? Tip it over his head? Uh, <laughs> Tanker disappears in the back. Oh, no. You know, I think that would be what he wants. Yeah, he would like that. <laughs> he would. Hey, dead Clarence, do you want a beer over your head? I've stolen your money. You're paying, man. It's your round. <laughs> <laughs> because you actually didn't get the last one. <laughs> Tanker disappears, and a few minutes later, he comes out from the service store carrying <laughs> a bottle of rum and a number of glasses. He puts them down on the table in front of Clarence and goes, 
It's on the house. You look like you've had a rough night. You're a champ. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Bless him. Um, a tankard, my good man. Yes, sir. Uh, and do you know the location of Dupree de Pont? I believe he'll be here presently. Marvellous. Thank you, sir. Um, I was actually setting up a breakfast. Uh, can I ask Deirdre to put on some bacon and eggs for you, if you like? That would be lovely. That would be marvellous. Dinner for four. Five. <laughs> Six. <laughs> <laughs> No problem. Would you like me to bring a bucket of water to sort him out? We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. That, that, we'll he could use a lot. He reeked something awful. I mean, he didn't think he drank that much last night. Yeah, yeah. This would be good, yeah. You could just tell him I'm dead as could opposed we? to playing I don't need puppet to... shows with my corpse. <laughs> Nice. Now we have two we guys who are good with the, with well, the, with the magic Someone up hands. behind you and just like gets your hands like, yes, Hello, so I'm good. a dwarf. Look at me drink this thing. Let's not. Oh, 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 oh. I give bad advice regarding old men. Are we taking our rum and moving to a private room or are we just... Tanker takes his leg. <laughs> may, I, may I propose a toast to the late Clarence Longbottom? Since Tancred's not in the room. Yeah, he's uh, popped out the back to uh, put on the grill. May he find peace in the afterlife. May the wound of God take him into his throng. You toast the late great Clarence, and in the meantime, uh, Tancred brings out your breakfast. Dig in so much. Yeah. Pockets, pockets, pockets. <laughs> God, you're just going to have, like, a fine film of grease on your body by the <laughs> And that will be part He's of... He's a halfling. He probably we'll like, already does. We'll be like, hey, Ness, can you get into this tight Second space breakfast. and we'll just squeeze I, through? I take Clarence's food. Let's be food. honest, this is the pen. Take, take Clarence's food and put it into a pocket. <laughs> He's got baggies. We remember oh, that yeah. each, each pocket has contains a small plastic lining. <laughs> no. Because I know I'm going to use this bacon at some point. Yeah. There's eight pieces of bacon, of which I'm assuming you take two. Jeez. These are nicely done. And they're actually really well cooked. Again, as anything you've experienced here is really delicious. Oh, Tancred, Tancred. Mm-hmm. Stop yeah. it. Not me, the wife. Oh, dear, 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 dear Stop it. Compliments to the cook. Oh, no, no, no. And he toddles off. Oh, and uh, Mr. DuPont is in the uh, room out the back tried telling you're out here. Yeah, danke schön. Um, so, a moment later, DuPont, who's looking rather flustered, comes out from the back room and goes, Well, morning. You- morning. No, hello. Good morning. I'm, I'm just still eating. Well, I'm actually, to be quite honest with you, I'm quite surprised you're even here since the boat well, hasn't even returned. one of us died, so... What do you mean, one of you died? Clarence is, is actually not alive. Anymore. The dwarf is... Yeah, yeah, he's actually not... But why not... is he here? <laughs> why are you here? I wasn't going to leave him there. Yeah. But God. We've also, we've also, there's the other... There may be an elderly the... servant of the man. Who's he? <laughs> Quite sure, but Look, he tried to kill us. Explain. Okay, so <clears throat> he looks very, very upset. I, look, look! I know you're mad. I tried to kill him. Kill him? You see, that was what? my reaction. You were supposed to get in and swap a, a box. We did, and we were leaving. And the old man comes in and goes, "Stop!" And then Scan harpooned him, I, which is basically I, the end of that story. I did not harpoon him. I tried to miss. at least. I missed, and he dropped dead. You didn't miss on purpose. I didn't miss on purpose, but I did miss. And then Clarence sacrificed himself to save the old man's life. So it felt wrong to kill him. So we brought him here because he's. Let's face it, he can probably work out who the hell I am. Yeah. Um. And I can't have that. So you're going to have to deal with this situation. Our thinking was, we didn't want. Us to be easy to trace to the second man, the second most powerful man. So, is 
So you bring the manservant of the, the second most powerful wizard entire I, city, yeah. in the entire city, yeah, yeah. and then you bring him here to meet me. Nine, I'm with you on this. Why don't we just leave him behind a bush somewhere and let him awake? I just why is he here? Where is my... Where is my... Where is my chest? Okay, he's so actually, I'm, like, just going very quiet and he's very insistent. Where is my chest? Where is our money? Your money is waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. When you present the chest. Your chest is waiting for you when you present the money. <laughs> oh, yeah. you don't have time for this. You've already complete. Why did you bring him here? We didn't. We, we did the job. The, the thing is in my pocket. You're welcome to have it. And soon as I see the money. Fine. Put it on the table. I'll be back in a moment. He turns and he just swans out of the room. Can I kill him later? It feels free, my I'm dear. I'm seriously tempted. So, uh, DuPont re-emerges from the back, uh, as does Tancred, and Tancred is actually hefting a rather large-looking crossbow. Um, he's not holding it up at you, but he's got it pretty much ready to go. Um, he, he's also got a meat cleaver stashed in the side where his uh, apron is, um, and he looks not unwilling to be there, but more like the kind of... He has the look on his face of someone who's being paid for a job and is a, he, when he takes on a job, he completes the job. Quick yeah. question. Is he bigger than me? Tancred is quite large. He is probably at the very least your equal. Um, yeah. Just he, want to get an idea of how to do in a fight. <laughs> oh, he's easily easily your equal. There is four of us. That is also true. And I'm, I'm no slouch myself. Well, let's see what you're saying. Tancred has uh, been nothing I've, but I'm not proposing that we... Yeah. I'm not going to attack him. Tancred's but like, if he comes at me, I want to know... Off his, shut up, Dennis. Yes. Let's, let's <laughs> see what DuPont well, has to I say. I get to come in after whatever it is you guys do. So. If we survive it. <laughs> um, so DuPont pulls up the bag of what do you assume is your fee, puts his hand in, pulls out a coin, puts it on a table that's next to him. He pulls out another one and does the same thing and then puts his hands in, rummages it around, pulls out another one, puts it down. There. The money's here. Where's the chest? I show him. I pull out. Show him. Okay. <clears throat> and look, I can't open. He seems actually pretty satisfied with that and seems to relax a little bit. This man, we did not know but there was something of a disagreement about what to do with him. Abella said we should let him live. I said we should definitely kill him. Ryland found a lovely middle ground where we just bring him with us and deal with it later. Let us be honest, the place you sent us, dangerous, scary, full of traps, irritating. I also lost my dead fairy, which was very irritating. Ross is on your shoulder and he's got his back up and he's sort of doing that cat hiss look at DuPont. I, I was like, this is good, mine. Calm, calm. Mm. I calm the, the, the small dragon down. So, we are not... There's, like, I have myself no problem with the job that we were hired to do. Interesting that you dobbed yourself in. And he immediately starts to frown when you say that. You read the contents of the chest. Well, duh. Your chest, not this. You are not supposed to look at <clears throat> that. I asked you to replace it. It does not matter. The fact look, is that Dupont, it has happened. You can do whatever the hell you like. As long as it's not going to kill me in the immediate You make a very good point. I should not be losing my tether, as it were. So, I'll be very simple. You were supposed to get in, quietly, replace the item, and then leave. Has that been done? The thing is that... All right. It is not replaced so much as 
your box with a message. That is that. See, because to me, it sounds like you went in, destroyed half the man's belongings. Nine, nine, not half. Uh, uh, most like, of course. In fairness His to belongings us, did try some, to yeah, destroy yeah. us. Some of some of the belongings are quite animated, literally animated, and and there was many murder attempts on us by the belongings. I'm sure one of which not succeeded. Of you presumably know this man. One of I, which actually, yeah, good point. I, <laughs> like one, he's one dead. Like, Let's not beat around the bush here. dead. I will meet you halfway. This has not been the most ideal of jobs. Yeah? But you did achieve your objective, so yeah. I will pay. Yeah, fucking right, yeah. But now, I have to deal with this. He mm. points at um, the the manservant. And this. Why? The dead dwarf. Um, nine. On this, I would disagree with you. The manservant. Yeah, possibly. The dead dwarf. That is, that is our concern. You do not have to deal with this. is basically a place to come. So if we knew that he would not be a, a bleeding dwarf on my shoulder, we knew it would not be a problem in this place right now. We will deal. This is us. The, this old man, well, however you may feel about us knowing the contents of the letter, I don't actually see how it is relevant. I'm not actually certain why you, but one way or the other, we know what it is. We know what it says. It fingers you and not us. This man is the only man who can finger us, who can say it is well, see, us. Now what you've done is you've presented me the problem. Rather than just having something there that he would be perhaps looking at sometime in the future, he's now going to be seeing immediately because you've destroyed half his tower by the sounds of it. And was not Did you forget the little part where the last two guys you sent in there never came out again? Oh, you yeah, we found them. to be easy. Recognize yeah, and they're the dead, shield. by the way. What happened? Um, last piece, I, last time I saw him, nice statue work. Hmm. Very, the, the, very the defense regard, Regardless. Quite impressive. Regardless. The job entailed you surreptitiously replacing the item, perhaps making Reginald think that the, your reasoning for being there was for something else. But I thought they were far more competent than they ended up being. You all, I handpicked from my intelligence network. A debutante who happens to be quite handy with thievery, and has rather good connections with the underworld of the Bashanel Republic. A rather stalwart warrior who's fallen from grace, who perhaps could use a bit of elbow grease when it comes to introductions. A dwarf who was a reputable and, quite frankly, very hard to kill <laughs> cleric who could perhaps mend you if you encountered these said traps. In fairness, he did. And then he died. And then he yes. got himself killed by mending this one. No, no, because he was Don't know dead Clarence. And he ignored nine, his nine, mentorship. Nine, nine. Dead Clarence. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dead Clarence, shut up. Oh, sh- sh- none of them would have got anywhere without me, so you, you had a bit of oversight there. I'm curious. You, no, he actually does what have is, a point there. What? How did... um? How, how did you end up? I'd be honest, we only got... Do you honestly think that Tancred would have invited you out the back if I didn't intend for you to be there? He didn't. I walked in, there was food. You didn't get a letter? One instructing you to get the Rokay Red? Does this mean anything to you? <laughs> this is good point. <laughs> you had to be employed to begin with. I never got the impression so that... And lastly, you, Scan. Yeah, yeah. You, I know, are looking for your sister. You, I know, are quite adept at skullduggery, given your reputation as something of a pirate. Kind of you to say. They also happen to have a pseudo-dragon, which is an intelligent creature that is partial to magic. So 
something you could perhaps use as a canary in the mineshaft, as it were. But it appears that you'd much rather bashing your way through any trouble that comes wait, towards wait, 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 you. Wait, 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 wait. It's very effective. As, as I recall from the analogy, <laughs> the canary often dies. Don't worry. That makes Clarence the canary, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is not funny. <laughs> I mean, that is it a bit. Sort of is, it's a bit I funny. Just should not be laughing. I hope. I'd laugh. <laughs> the dwarf is just very talkative for a corpse. I suppose the last thing I need to ask you all is: Is there anything you're not telling? I lost two arrows on the mission. You owe me for those, you know, business expenses. I'm sure you can be recompensed in the agreed fee. Um, well, now I have disposal costs, so I might have to take that out of <laughs> Unless you're willing to do it yourself, in which case, fine, I don't care, as long as the problem's dealt with. Wait, when you say disposal costs, are you advocating killing the old man? Of course! What do you think oh he's going to do? Oh my god, no! I take out the harpoon and kill him. Okay, you draw out your harpoon and then drive it into the old man, who makes a gasping wheeze and a bit of blood comes out of his mouth, and he dies. Holy shit! What the fuck is wrong with you? Dan, we carried him all this goddamn time! I carried this man down a fucking mountain! She carried this man down a fucking mountain! My shoulder hurts! And my face hurts! I've been wanting to kill that guy for ages. But you just obviously don't have the skill to do so until he's unconscious. He's lying still. I take out the harpoon and stab him in there. No, I did, Clarence. You go right ahead. This is deserved. Okay. Tancred actually looks really uh, upset. Uncomfortable. No, upset. <laughs> Visibly upset about this. He doesn't say anything, but he's like he's gripping his crossbow a little bit harder and he's looking at you directly and he does not look impressed. So no. um does this place have a back door? Yeah, we went through it last time. There was water there. <laughs> Got any rocks? Hey, oh my god. Tancred, this was his idea. With respect, sir, you're the one who stabbed him with the harpoon. My apologies, Tancred. This was not intended to happen in your. Uh, the moment I met this man, he was dead. It is oh no! The moment you stabbed him with the harpoon, he was very alive when I carried him down a fucking mountain. See, it was only a matter of time. Oh god! Tancred doesn't look happy about this either way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Tancred. You weren't supposed to be here for that. You know, can't blame him. Um, I'm not very happy about this. A short halfling. I have no regrets. Oh, no. A short halfling woman pokes her head out oh. from behind oh, the no. door. <laughs> I have regrets now. Why would you do that? <laughs> Tancred, what's happening? Oh, you must be Deidre. Thank you for the breakfast. It's been Deirdre, lovely. This bacon is absolutely violent. Violent just quickly steps in front of the dead body. <laughs> the call? Um, Bodies. Uh, Tancred just goes, Everything's fine, dear. If you just go out the back and to the calls. I'll come and see you shortly. My dear, may I have another course? Sure, sure, no problem. And uh, she ducks back out. Danke schön. <laughs> hey, he... Tancred looks ropeable at this point. Really? Step in front of you. How can you think about food? Are you serious? I'm not actually hungry. I was getting Let's out of the room. cut through the crap, gentlemen <laughs> and ladies. We have a... And he lowers his voice. We have true corpses to deal with. You're welcome. You could have at least waited until we were somewhere. <laughs> this has, apart from the fact you've actually completed your objective, yeah. you are perhaps the worst contractors I've ever employed. You know, at this point, I don't know if I can uh, disagree I with you. I would disagree with that. Because I would just there like was to a gnome everyone. and a halfling who are versed. <laughs> <laughs> at least they had the good conscience to die. <laughs> well, one of us well, can vote for you as well. We've covered all bases here. <laughs> 
wasn't there a talk of boating us to a place? We got you the box. But you can accompany me to a ream if you must. That sounds good for us. I don't want to be in this town yeah, any longer. No, <laughs> no, I think leaving's a good um, Can we have some a day or two to find Dead I'm Clarences? leaving in an hour, so you oh, have an hour. Okay. If you must, I'll be at Pier 23. Uh, I'll find a shrine, leave him there, get the priest to deal with it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Dupont walks over to the chest, picks it up, uh, turns his back on you and walks to the back of the room and mucks about with it on the bar. Well, Tancred sort of just stands there, a little bit nonplussed as to what he's doing, but still quite unhappy about the entire situation. Um, after a minute, you hear like a click and a word. Uh, and the box opens, and Dupont immediately pulls what sounds like paper out of the out of the chest. Uh, reaches over and grabs a plate from behind the bar, puts the documents in there, clicks his fingers, and the documents burst into flames. Well, it's good to see that one of us died for something you immediately burn. Couldn't you have just asked us to destroy the box? You wouldn't have been able to. You can keep the box if you like, and he throws it on the floor. It's completely useless to me now. Nah, I don't trust it. Yeah, nah. I don't trust if someone catches us with it. So, can you remind me, did he say his father was in the city? And did he mention how to find it? I actually don't recall any conversation about ever I do. I think we need to find a dwarf temple. There's not. not, He's he's part of old Crom, so the old. Okay, so we need to find which is bars and war shrines and all that sort of stuff. Necessarily helpful. Um, like like I feel like a temple would help a corpse to get to its place. So the way the religions work, though, is gods (coughs) reside in things that are appropriate to them. Yeah. So for old Crom, it's um like uh, war shrines and stuff like that. Dupree. Knowing so much about us, do you know where I might find Clarence's father? Three streets over and about one or two intervals down main streets. You'll see it. You can't miss it. Danke. Uh, uh, he, he has visibly calmed down as well. He's like a lot more relaxed than he was. Even though he was quite upset. He still is. The fire. Yeah, no. Destroying those documents, whatever they <laughs> were, has completely alleviated any, any sense of stress or ill that he had towards you before. He's much more reasonable. Anyone else want to say anything or do anything? Um, again, Tancred's just there. The box is near his feet. He's, again, just kind of acting as the peacemaker. As... I'm, I'm wondering this as actor rather than character. Yeah. Should we talk to him about Jasper, maybe? No. Ask him? No? No. No? We, we already did not. Everything is good. Okay. Opening old wounds. Jasper's also unaware of what you were there for. <laughs> Never mind. Jasper knows nothing important. Jasper knows nothing except our faces, and he's unlikely to reveal that. He also knows who you're working for. But that's... that's I, I'm okay with him knowing that. Because yeah. <laughs> we probably and, won't and, work and who for who we were working again. for doesn't need to know that. Mm. No, bro, I'm just making sure you're aware of that. Yeah, yeah. Let's leave I'm, that, then. I'm pretty happy to get out of this city. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, Let's I'm do all I suggest up. that the least conspicuous of us get do some uh, body go, removal. Yeah, yeah. Um... So hesitantly, me. But that would be you and me. Yeah. <laughs> and may I suggest, and you're not going to like this, but you leave Frosh behind. I was actually just thinking that Frosh, my <coughs> good little friend, stay with Ryland. And because you have, he, he looks like. I can't believe you're doing this to me. 
Look, we're buddies now, you know. You, you sat on my shoulder before when he was going through the curtain. Um, it's like, I'll be right back. It's just the dead dwarf. You know, these things happen. He uh, jumps onto the table in front of Clarence and does the weird cat arch, rolls on his back and yeah, yeah. makes a bit of a chirp noise. He wants his belly scratched. I s- Ryland obliges. Yeah. <laughs> um, I give him, and give him a spare piece of bacon. Hmm. Um, good lad. Stay, yeah. stay. Wolf sat down. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aunt Abella, I, I, I'll pick him up again, but you and I will go. Yep, um, Wolf, so old man. We're going to the, the to his father. Cool, let's do that. <clears throat> yeah. And maybe while we do that, maybe there can be some assistance for our friend Tancred, who is in the unfortunate position of having to dispose of a corpse. Got a mop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Deirdre comes out from the back with another round of food, quite quickly actually, um, and com- walks past everyone and just seems completely oblivious as to the fact there are two corpses in the room and places the plate down in front of Trosh. Trosh leans in to bite some of the bacon and she taps him on the head and goes, no, no, <laughs> turns around and goes, oh, if you bring that out, I'll sort him out with a hatchet and then walks out the back. <laughs> I, I look at, as she goes, yeah. I look at Tancred and say, you are a very lucky man. Oh, I do know that, sir. <laughs> My admiration for you. Well done. All right, that seems to be taken care of, shall yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, as, as they leave, just as a nice gesture, I, I pull out my guitar and cast prestidigitation on the blood on the floor to clean yep. the area and then just continue on making some music so to what? seem to lighten the mood. So, so what's happening? Who's doing what? Philippe potatoes. <laughs> Scan has got a dead comrade and we are walking... Dead Clarence. Well, he's also our dead comrade. Yeah, but I like the name Dead Clarence. Okay. It's one you coined. We've got dead Clarence and we're going to find his daddy. Should I write that on my items? Okay, so uh, Scan and Abella are currently carrying <laughs> Clarence's corpse. Come on, Clarence, dead, let's dead Clarence. go and see your dad. I mean, normal you're, Clarence. You're drunk. Perfectly okay, normal so, Clarence. Perfectly so, alive Clarence. Yeah, we got it through the front door. Good, yep. yeah. I guess you just drag Clarence up the stairs. and Between us. On, on our way, yeah. can we discuss how we deal with this? Yes, I was going to sure. say, I'd I, like I'm to. Because I'm sort okay. of for dumping the body and knocking. We cannot do All right, that. Right. All right. We cannot just leave his son's corpse in front of his door. Knock, knock. He comes out like, oh, yep, lovely day. Slightly ah! like, oh, there's my dead son. Okay, okay, sure. So, that was the initial thought. The look on Tristan's face. The look on dead Clarence's face. He's trying to roll in his grave. Okay, okay. So, but we haven't put him. That there was yet. that was my idea. This is the worst party in the 13 years I have played D and D that I've had to deal with. What are you talking about? Okay, so what is your plan, Sorry, Bella? What are you saying? Are you going to explain to the old? I think we both should actually, especially yeah, yeah. considering it's kind of, sort of not no, your no, you not fault. Not. Fault is not no. the word I'll use. No, you this is his fault. Responsibility. No. I'm, no, you yeah, leave so. my father my share of the job as well. Oh, fuck you. So. <laughs> okay, I have an idea. So, you stay out of sight. Yeah, this with is probably a good idea. 
I will knock. Meet him. Make sure that he is who he says he is. This is a good ball. <laughs> Carrying dead dwarf between us. No, no, you're going to be out of sight. No, 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 no. While well, well, we're having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, yep, yep. So this is while we're, we're talking <laughs> this over is the dead mental images of wonderful. It's an elf and a half elf with a dwarf between them going, so how do we deal with this with this other old elderly, possibly cantankerous dwarf? I don't know. <laughs> um, we very gently, well, I will very gently yeah, break the news. Good. I'll just yeah. say, look, we have um, some very sad news to tell you. Your son was in an unfortunate incident in which we were all adventurous. Use the word adventurous. Do you want the word mental culpability? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Carry on. Yeah. Um, and we thought it was our duty to present. Bring Body him. is a bad word. Corpse is returned. No, this is, is not good. Word. Return your. Thank you, Dad. Your son died trying to save a man. He did absolutely. Who'd been injured in battle? Noble. It was no Injured in battle. No, thank you, Ryland. <laughs> um, uh, Karen is here. Yeah. Ryland's back in the pub with her feet up on a chair. <laughs> Possibly on um, the lap of a dead old guy. <laughs> we no, were in battle um, alongside your dead son, guy, and he he sacrificed his life to save an innocent. You think that's and bacon? And now reading? we have brought him home to you as a final act of reconciliation. And my companion has him just over there. Where do you want him? That's, well, yeah. I don't, I don't know about reconciliation. As 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 a measure of respect, as a, well, I, I would actually begin in far simpler. As yeah? a measure of respect to fallen comrade. We bring him to you. You rock up to the Longbottom family uh, smithy. It's a converted bakery. Uh, it has a wooden door on the left, a large window on the right, and inside the window so you can see various arms laid out on a inclined table. We knock four times. So what, you're both standing at the door or are you doing the thing that Abella said, which is you stand out the way? No, we're probably bracing in between us still. I think we've abandoned the one of us yeah. stays out of sight idea. We're just hidden with the dead sun, it's fine. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> morning. Morning. <laughs> Hello. This, um, is your, this is your boy. You may recognise this. Okay. So after a minute or two, um, you hear some uh, muttering and rustling inside and the door opens and there is a dwarf sitting there in what looks like blacksmithing garb. Uh, he's got cold mirrors all over himself. He looks at Abella, he looks at Scan. He doesn't even look at the dwarf between. He goes, what? Hello. Is this, what's his name? Longbottom, Clarence Longbottom. Is this Mr. Longbottom? Hi, I'm Mrs. Longbottom. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Longbottom? Yes. Uh, are you the mother of one Clarence Longbottom. Uh, Clarence Longbottom, a good, faithful comrade. Um, I at the moment you say that, she actually puts her hands up to her mouth and is shaking and um, has, has actually now looked at well, the dwarf between you. And she just starts wailing. Our, 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 our sincere apologies. Yeah. Cautiously put my arms around and yeah. kneel first. <laughs> There's a rustling from the back of the room and another dwarf similarly set up with um, blacksmith gear comes out. What's your wailing for, woman? Uh, <gasps> just uh, patting her on the back. Long bottom, yeah? Aye. Um, on the matter of your son, Clarence, he actually has stopped and lowered the large hammer he had in his hand. Yeah. Um, I... I... 
Uh, I am Skerns. This is Abella. Um, Hello. Uh, your son's comrades. Um, his wishes. This is. I. I. Uh, my you apologies. Dropped the hammer at that. Uh, my apologies. Uh, this is somewhat uh, awkward. Um, your, his it's... his wishes was that you were. He was brought back to you. Um, he. It is highly regrettable situation. His. He was very noble, very good friend and comrade. Uh, okay, so while you're saying this, um, but he's Mr. Also Longbottom, this person suspended from my neck. Yeah, Mr. Longbottom <laughs> has basically sort of just gone glass-eyed and is not even really looking at you at this point. Um, Mrs. Longbottom is. Excuse me, may I come in? <laughs> he's like, he sort of shakes from his room and he goes, "I, I uh, shall, shall I put a cup of tea on for you?" That'd that, probably be a good idea. That would yes. be lovely. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Do you know? I'll, I'll. Make it. You do, yeah. I'll you make, make it. The coffee. I bring thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, Mrs. Longbottom's not letting go of you. Oh, okay, I'll stay. Um, she's sobbing. How about we all make the tea you make the together? Tea. I will sit Clarence down. <laughs> <laughs> you people suck. I have to say, given the number of dead people who I've, uh, dead, dead relatives I've consoled, as in people who have dead relatives I have consoled, this is never how it's gone before. Um... Mrs. Longbottom has let go of Abella and runs over to uh, Clarence and is holding him and crying. She's... Mr. Longbottom is being very stoic at the moment um, and is sort of doing that thing where you've been knocked for a six, you don't know what's quite happening and is kind of just pottering around. I very gently approach Mr. Longbottom. Is there a particularly respectful place we could return your son to? In in here. Yeah, I just I can move bring a bring 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 the boy. Uh, bring him back out out the back, and I'll put him on one of my tables. Um, we'll we'll take we'll take care of him. Um, thank you kindly for bringing him back to us. He's got big big fat tear rolls down his. Um, I actually think cheek. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, He's uh he's very upset but clearly trying to be quite strong about it. Miss, Mrs. Longbottom's not having a bar of it. She's um he walks over to her and goes, He knew the he knew the risk, my, my love. Just let's let's see to him. He was a very brave man and died doing what he believed was right. He died protecting an innocent. Yeah, he did. You're, you're very kind. And um Mrs. Longbottom goes <laughs> That was our parents. Yeah. He always looked after It's a good man. We should leave. <laughs> These pure people to their grief. Like, Goodbye, we'll leave you to your grief. Um, I, yeah, again, our deepest, deepest condolences. Mm. So you don't mind me asking, who are you? Friends of mm. your, your late son. A good man. Can you, really? can you tell me how he died? Did he die strong and upstanding? Yeah, oh, yes. yo, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Uh, shut up. Not <laughs> present, Ryland. <laughs> or dead, Clarence. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right. He died upstanding on on fighting for the good. It's kind. Thank you. Um, if you don't mind, I have to close up shop. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. We, we, we shall leave. Yeah, yeah we'll leave.
That was so sad. It's a pity that my father couldn't have, you know, my weapon. Oh, it's a shame, isn't it? But I need it. You don't fucking need it. I, don't, I have a club. You're As not a proficient with war hammers. you. You're, so you take you're disadvantage. Dead. Shut up, no, I'm just saying, you're disadvantaged to use war hammers. Really? You're not proficient with them. Uh, but I have you should give answer. it to me. I'm proficient with martial weapons. No, back at the uh, tavern. Um, Deirdre is uh, currently making very large chopping noises in the back. Um... <laughs> Dieter is chopping the corpse. Uh, Tancred is actually standing just next to the bar, looking a little green in the face, which is surprising for an orc. Like, um, she's from the gnomish When you're talking mafia. green, we're talking green. Like, what are we saying here? As green. Or this green. Sicker. Like that he's green? Looking, he's looking that at green. Sickly. That's orc green, as far as I'm concerned. Well, they'll put it this way. He's greener than he normally is, and it's probably because of what's happening it's in the other room. He's not particularly uh, the. He's not particularly at home to what's happening. Question. Uh, has Deidre done this several times? Oh, I feel like she's done experienced. This more than one. Uh, <laughs> right, um... Game of cards, take your mind off things. I mean, it's not quite battlefield amputations, but it's in the same tilt yard. Uh, no, I'm fine. Um, Whereabouts is your lovely Deirdre from? Uh, she's from Ardfalon. But she's got family everywhere. Oh, lovely. Okay, so DuPont's still with you. He's sitting to the side at a table drinking a glass of port. He's waiting for your compatriots to get back so he can give you your boat ride. I might just, uh... Count the money real quick. Dupont's yeah. not listening. So I open the bag and look inside. Yep. Yeah. It's all there. It's, it's all there. the money that was agreed is there. I have a quick count, ascertain that, and then close it and put it to one side. How much? Four or five hundred? The agreement was five hundred. It was well, for the five of us, not the uh, four of us. This silence is getting a bit poignant. You don't have to punctuate it. Nazor! Um how about a bit more of that progressive jazz? That's not again what it <laughs> is, but I'll do something. Sing me a song. <laughs> You're the piano man. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't suppose, Tancred. Um, I could bother you for some um water and a bit of cloth. I've got this bit of blood on my face. I should probably. No, no, that's fine. Give me a moment. Um, he uh, disappears at the back. Uh, Dupont drains his glass, puts it down, and goes. Well, I think I will see you at the ship. You're going to leave? Is there any reason I can't? Well, the hour's not up yet, that's all. No, but we're not casting off till then anyway, so you can either come with me. Yes, but remember the whole business with you being a liar? Fine, whatever. He sits back down and goes, Tankard, if you could get me another bottle of port, that would be wonderful. So, um, what's a taunting? He looks at you and goes, Well, to be quite frank, uh, a tontine is an agreement of sorts, if you must know. Uh, I assume you're referring to the golden tontine, since you've obviously read my letter. If it, it makes you feel better, everyone in this room has read the letter. Hmm. Wonderful. That's exactly what I want. The tontine was... Now, I look back at it, a bit of a fantasy, to be quite honest with you. And that's why I invested most of my inheritance in it. I really hoped that it would pay off, but it became more of a liability. Mm, it links me to a group of people I do not want to be associated with, especially since, quite frankly, some of them have been killed. If you want discretion, um, maybe don't hire people with dragons or... Nez, <laughs> I'll say something! This is a very one-sided conversation! I'm, I'm still stuck on wondering where all this bacon came from, but, um... 
Deirdre! Okay, so uh, after a few more minutes, Deirdre comes out from the back room. Uh, Please describe her. Okay, she's wearing a chef's apron and it has bits of blood on it. Excellent. And she's still holding a bloody hatchet. And it's like, right, well, uh, that's been done. So now all we need is hemp bags and some weight. Anyone? I don't have any of those things, to be honest. Well, I wasn't expecting to dispose of a corpse today, so to call on my brother, but I'd rather not. Just see again the note about being really, really conspicuous. Oh, don't worry. She, like, puts her finger to the nose. That's the way we do it. Don't have any empty barrels out the back? Should we maybe wait till the others get back? <laughs> got nothing. Uh, it's this point that both Scan and Abella enter. Oh, thank God. Hello. Uh, they look Welcome uh, the back. The two outwardly mobile personalities come back in. <laughs> I'm not good at small talk. I noticed. Okay. It's more axe, swing, kill. You are very good at that, to be fair. Debris Thank stand, you. Debris stands up and goes, right, shall we get to our ship and get the bloody let's, hell off? Let's, let's, let's go. I was just saying that. Thank you very much. No, I agree with Nezzo. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are we going straight? Up? Good. Yeah. Let's go. Grab oh, wait, stuff. wait, wait, wait. I rummaged oh. in the bag and I count out the money for Tancred. Tancred, you are a good man, Orc. And have a lovely wife. Bye. Half of that's for her. I feel like you hope we'll never meet again. No. I but don't it'd feel be nice same. to meet you. I don't feel the same way, but here's 50. You're welcome to drop by any time. Danke schön. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, you Dupree... And I'll just cut... Bye, Deirdre. Goodbye. Don't you worry about that body. I'll take care of it all. Thanks for the breakfast. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. Oh, yeah, it was spectacular lovely. long pork. She comes out with a hand and waves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I like that girl. You know I do. Tancred, please take one of those gold coins and buy your wife something nice. Oh. Um, I'm going ex- to actually escalate that one, but take ten of them. <laughs> and buy her something really nice. Ideally not shaped like a piece of human. <laughs> Um, and you and Dupree leave and make your way to the pier where his ship awaits. Okay, so you walk along the dock line. There is, it's actually quite busy now because most people are up. It's about seven o'clock, roughly. Uh, I six presumably three. have summoned Hrosh. Yes, Hrosh has gone with you. Like, if I don't mention Hrosh, he's generally random. Well, he was with me, so he's now. You can't. Yeah, danke, danke yeah. for looking. Yes, oh, scratching um, his belly. Yes, he's uh, got a long, he's got a low undulating sort of. Um, Sure, happening. He's quite happy to see. Yeah, that's a good guy. Yep. So you make your way along the pier, uh, and Pre brings you across to what looks like a rather dilapidated-looking ship. Uh, and along the prow, it says the Joy. <laughs> I think that adequately expresses our feelings towards it. What did you? What was it called? The, the joy. joy. Oh, I thought you said the Joint. I'm like on the high seas. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. I see what you did there. Boson's whistle has sounded and a rat gangplank is run down. At the top of the gangplank is a stocky-looking dwarf with a large beard. Quite an impressive beard, actually, and it's done in a double braid. Uh, it runs down to his knees and is fiery red. Ooh. He's Give also... Me? No. no. <laughs> but any... any. He's wearing a hat. It looks Napoleonic. Uh, so it's the sort of... Oh, wow. I'm really trying to reconcile that now. Uh, image... Yeah. That sounds oh, great. Difficult. Really? Just put I'm a hat on a dwarf. I'm just... Put a hat on a dwarf. I'm sorry. But like, okay, so Napoleonic era for me as a Brit 
is Jodhpur's. Which are, <laughs> Can he be which a are long cavalry boots? <laughs> the hat. Which is don't good. work for dwarves. <laughs> is this relevant? No. Not at all, but he said Napoleonic era and I went John Purse, okay. Hat. The hat is just wearing so, it. That's like hat. Like like Okay, so um, it has like the Lego figurines. Yes. Yeah. Like your standard sh- like any kind of tri- any tri- That's no, fucking tri- stupid on a dwarf. I just No. Just yeah. wonderfully yeah. stupid. Like no, I'm I'm buying but that's it his totally. Shit. No, that's cool. I'm cool. I'm down. I'm 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 with the shiznit. I'm just <laughs> Can we get on That's the boat? That's fucking hilarious. Carry on. This magnificent dwarf is standing at the top of Gangplank. Uh, it would be more impressive if he were... Taller. Taller, yes. But uh, as you said, he looks rather tannish as a result of... The... I'm not laughing. No, absolutely <laughs> all, all of the laughs after. No, he... For all the, all the ridiculousness of his appearance, he looks like he could probably beat the living shit out of you and then sit down and have a drink. That's what I'm assuming. Um, the man has a face that looks like he's been bashed against a brick wall for his entire life. Dupree greets him. Ah, Captain! Thank you. Are we ready to cast off? He just nods. He doesn't say anything. And Dupree goes, don't worry about them. They're just coming along. I'll recompense you when we get to Orin. And the Captain again nods, looks over towards the rest of the ship. And shouts out, cast off! And you're aboard. I, I shout a nautical greeting to him as I board. He actually looks at you and goes, Northerner, eh? Yeah. Yep, welcome aboard the Joy. I'll set you up downstairs in the cruise quarters. Uh, should you need any assistance nautically, I'm here. Very well. If you want, you can talk to me first, mate. And he points over, and there is a rather gangly looking young man. Uh, Hello. Do you want to just lean over the side? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I leaned oh, over the side for the answer vomiting. Thank you for the reminder. The deck becomes a flurry of activity as the crew start making ready to depart. Is anyone going to do anything or are you all going to head below? DuPont has departed to what you assume is I'm the I'm just kind place. of giving Abella a kiss. I just, I just have to stay here. I just work till everything comes out. Comes out. Just while everything comes out, I'm just go ahead to, without me. Uh, check that Nazor is all right. I, I was about to say I'm sticking fairly close to Scan. He seems to know where he wants to be. Then I go to talk to the first mate. Um, he's busy shouting orders. He's uh, shouting on the quarter deck to the uh, coordinating the rest of the crew. Yeah, yeah. In the raising of the sails and yeah. so forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me, minor friend Um Cabins. Below deck. If you go down and on your left, you should find them, no problem. Left. Left. Port. Port, sorry. I don't speak. I'm learning all this. That's my uncle, you see. <laughs> port. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Port. Ha, I remember that. There's always a bit of port it's left on the... The port is the left, it's the four words. The four letters. Oh, thank you. Left, L-F-E. Yeah, yeah. Great. Port on similar. Fantastic, thank you. Danke. Um, Rylan's listening to the I'm one just unfold sail, you'll be fine. <laughs> You just took that guy down like four <laughs> levels of competence. <laughs> that guy up, up, and 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 make the sail big. <laughs> and oh then, God, oh and God, put it that way. Just to to scan. He's really not doing well if this is all he can afford. <laughs> and and on send we the knuckles. <laughs> and then knuckle time happens. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so, in the interest of expediency, the crew do not seem particularly happy that Rylan's aboard. Uh, people are actively ignoring you or avoiding you when they can. Nice. This is going to be delightful. So can, you can go down below the fine, cabinets fine. if you want to. I just, I'm going to be busy. On. I'm going to be busy here for just... For just... Just a few moments. <laughs> okay, so um, Areem is a good month's travel. Shit. Okay, you're right. A month of being ignored. Can I win the crew's respect by well, an act of bravery or helpfulness? Scan would immediately start. I'm like, okay, so... I, I'm gonna go batshit crazy. He would, he would, within the first day, say to the captain, "What can I do? Like, I can raise the mizzen mast. Um, like, I'm bored, and calisthenics are not for me. Let's, let's do some shit. Um, what do you do when you're on your way from one place to another? No ship just does nothing except yeah. sail. Um, so, like, I can help. I can harpoon. I can fish. Yeah. Um, but not only that, like, the captain would, as a as a gesture of hospitality to his host, like to to, to the guy yeah. who's ferrying, um, bring not only Dupree but also Dupree's compatriots to dinner. Like, well, there, there'll be so much story. A month on ship, but that's my point. Like, do what do you want to do? I don't want to. I don't want to gloss over it, but it is also just transit time. So it's okay. up to you if you want to pursue it. But and otherwise, does, does we can we can go over like what you guys want to do. This is this is the way I'm thinking of breaking it down. We can go around and get maybe one or two things each of you would like to try and do while you're on the ship. I mean, I know at some point I would play for the crew. Depends if they'd like that. Well, you'll have to do a performance check and see how that goes, but yeah. Yeah. Um, But like I said, Rylan is getting absolutely cold shoulder. She's just not... It's not... (coughs) Shit, they're not being actively rude. They're just whenever... Well, they are being rude, but it's not like, fuck off. It's not active rudeness, it's passive rudeness. Yeah, if you come up to them, they walk away from you. If you ask them a question, they're ignoring you. All right, skip two weeks in. I haven't had a decent fucking conversation in two weeks and I'm going to kill things. Um, In this case, yeah, this is at least partially... (laughs) And she is just... In which case, like, I pat like, her on the back for two days, and like Ryland, Ryland. frankly, comforting is not my strong suit. No, this is yeah. Uh, so, tell me about where you come from. It, assume I am simple country bumpkin, as you say. Uh, in fact, don't assume. <laughs> okay. Um. Well. Uh. Adult, well, my egg was given as a gift to Lord Westfall. Egg. Yes, egg. You're born from egg. Yeah. Oh. I I don't know my uh my own personal family history. Um, I was adopted by the West Falls when I was born. This is not by who you was raised. He was born by, but who is raised by, yeah. Uh, yes, yes, very much so. Um, not the dragonborn really get a say in that. Yeah. Uh, Gifts and not... sounds of wretching in the This background. is yeah. <laughs> This is this is um <laughs> After four and a half days you were saying yeah. maybe now is good? <laughs> Keep retching, woman. Oh I will this is family. I think we could put a stopper in her or something. <laughs> this is interesting though. Maybe maybe with the not retching elf. I should draw um, attention to it. Um you draw attention to it and it starts happening it again. It happens. It's like it's I've definitely funny, yeah. Yes. Um well dragonborn grow up quickly than human children, so Oh yeah. Uh 
technically joined the military very young indeed. He's good at killing things. Applicable industries. Yeah. And, you know, organising other people to kill other people. Or at least terrify them enough that they Ryland, ran away and we didn't have to kill them. Ryland, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, well. 38 in years? Oh, 38. Yeah. It's a s- similar. Of course, I haven't been to the Earhart Kingdom for a long time, so yeah, it may no, be I, a, a bit different these days. Oh, well, yeah. Hard to know. Things move quickly. Not welcome. It's a bit awkward. Is this this I can relate to. Mm-hmm. I, I am 14, 47. Oh, yeah. Uh, not been spending a lot of time on land for ooh, something around 20 years now. Oh. So as things move, mm. when, when siblings move. Yeah, and so. this is this is a thing, as as you may have heard from Dupree. Uh, oh, he's not speaking to me anymore. He's not speaking to many of us. I he? won ten gold coins off him in a card game. He really <laughs> doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> I wondered who that did. <laughs> this is nice. Uh, not that he likes me. me to begin with. He would not play with me after the dragon set fire to his coattails. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good boy. You know, gosh. I didn't start out trying to torment him, but it's just so much so fun. So easy, yeah. Uh, no, no, we should not. We should not. No. He's the one who was paying as a voyage. <laughs> he also is, he turns a shade of purple whenever I come near. But at least, you know, he reacts. It's well, so enjoyable. There is that. Look. I, Are sailors, like, superstitious about Dragonborn? Not as I am aware, but these are not... I am northern. Mm. These are all the ones I have... Because, uh, uh, like, Dragonborn are divisive. And, you know, yeah, even yeah, in the military, yeah. even before the whole the, the thing... With the dragons, is it, they are not a Rosh problem. Mm. No, Rosh, they like Rosh. Yeah, it's fine. But, no, it's kind of just a blanket. Like, everybody's reacting the same way. and it's... You are scary. <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so as Rylan and Scan converse on the ship... It quietly slips its moorings and disappears into the daybreak. And as the crew and the party settle in, so too does boredom. I can't believe you're drinking on a boat. I'm on a boat. I can't believe... Don't you ever forget it. I can't believe you're drinking on a boat. Oh, God. Okay, so, um... Abella, are you doing anything other than vomiting throughout the period? Just lying low, and when I'm not vomiting, trying not to vomit. Sure. Okay, well, look, um... Oh, okay. So, Scan, over the uh, following weeks, you learn that uh, the captain's name is Ironsides. Of yeah. And uh, it appears that his first mate... Have I heard of him? No. No, he's not well known. Um, but you get the distinct impression that he's some kind of smuggler. So he's some kind of... He's the equivalent of a naval gunrunner. Yeah, cool. Where are we going? Okay, so you're heading to Arim. Now, um, Arim is a border city that is literally cut in half. It is literally on the border between the Urhart Kingdom's captured territories and the Bashano Ruholic. It is separated by a river. Uh, One side is Bashano, one side is Urhart, and it is effectively one of the busiest trade ports in the known world. In which case, I would argue that Skin fucking knows where that is. They know what Orim is in terms of layout. He's you heard would of know it. of what. Yeah, you would know what Orim is in terms of. They've been. If there. I said, he has never. if I said, this is Paris, you would go, oh, okay, so big tower and Fair French enough. city. Yeah, okay, but he's heard of it. Like, yes, he's not nothing. Is there yeah. any tension on my Nabella's part about heading to home turf, so to speak? Because I, I will probably what? be recognised. 
Yes, you would most likely be recognised in this place because there are garrisons there. Yes. Um, Abella... Probably... Abella, probably not. Even though it's... I, I lay low even when I was there, so... Well, I mean... Except for, obviously. Yeah, but my point is, like... the murder that you committed. I didn't murder anybody! Yeah, um... But the point is, you, you escaped from Taluk, which is the capital, mm-hmm. um, and your family are naval. Um, on the map that I think you guys have all seen, yep. um, Arim is, is, if you follow the Urhart Kingdom's control, which is effectively some of the continent, it's a coastal city. Like I said, it's separated by a large, um, probably one of the largest bridges in the world. It stretches over a very large mouth of the river, mm-hmm. but it is... Wide enough to fit, like uh, it's wide enough to fit at least ten carts across. What kind it's, of bridge? Uh, it's a stone, solid stone bridge. So like with an arch support with in the middle. Arch support. It's, it's three arch. arches. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, cool. It's massive. Okay. Um. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it's clear. We're staying on the Bashano side. I could get arrested. Mm. Well, they would try to arrest me, and then I'd kill them, and then we could get arrested, and mm. then we could all get arrested. Like, not to be or, a downer, but or. we're almost there, and I feel like I should point these things out. No, don't I'm go. technically yeah. a fugitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas you're not fugitive? No, not, I wouldn't say fugitive. Then your side's safer than hers. Okay, Yeah, cool. it's safer. That's right. So your journey to Arim is, for the most part, uneventful. And as the ship approaches the coastline, and you can see the mouth of the river Or, we're going to take the camera away from the party, and we're going to fly as the crow flies over the city to a quaint little townhouse nestled deep in the Bashido Quarter. Standing in the window is a large, shirtless man with a glorious moustache, bald head, and a fighter's physique. This is the prize fighter, the pride of Erhard, Mr. Charlie Roughhouse. You actually have Erhard military guards outside your house. Um, They've been invited along. It's effectively, it's sort of like a friendly match between the two. Yes. Um, it's been publicised quite widely, and the Bastion have actually relaxed controls on immigration to have people come to their side. Now, the uh, House du Champion is part is in the rather affluent quarter, is but on the bridge? no, no, it's not. No, the fight's not on the bridge. It's, on <laughs> it's unfortunate. It's cool. It's it would be cool. It would be cool, but it's on the Bashano side. Um, That's actually cooler. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not cool, but it's weird. It's like I'm so gonna get started. You were so gonna possibly get a fight started. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, it's been amped up, and the fight is the evening after next, so three days from now. Sure. Uh, and okay. your your promoter. A uh, halfling, but goes by the name of Gorgeous George. Gorgeous George. Yeah. Um, I desperately, desperately want him to be the fifth player. Um, okay, so Gorgeous George walks in and he's chewing on a big fat cigar. Says, "This fight is gonna be the best thing that's ever happened to your career, buddy." What have I said about you smoking around me? Can we put that up, please? Oh, excuse me. Sorry, Chief. He takes the he takes the cigar, puffs it a few times, and puts it out on some of the furniture. You're gonna make so much money from this. I can't believe the amount of money the Bashano put up to have this rematch, even though you lost your last match. It's fantastic. You're gonna be a king, Chief. A uh, king! It's not about being a king, it's about the fight. Right, well, you take care of the fight and I'll take care of the promoting, alright? Alright, so, uh, for the day, we're gonna have a meeting with old Jackie Boy on the bridge. 
And then we're going to do a tour around the main square on the Bachelot Quarter. You're going to sign autographs. We're going to make a big deal about this. And then you come back here for a state dinner with some real movers and shakers. Sound good for you, Chief? Sounds good. All right. Now, I want you in fighting shape for when this happens. We got to build your image. And even if you do come out last, which I don't think you are, champ, you got to know, I got your back. All right? Great. Okay. I'm going to send for the carriage. I'll be back. All right, Joe. Um, so you're left in this... It's not a bad house. It's not the best house. That's fine. I'm not here for the house. I finished my tea. Yep. <laughs> yes. The teacup is about the size. Like, Do you describe what Charlie looks like? So yes. Charlie is uh, six foot. So that's six seven. Completely bald. Big glorious hand handlebar mustache. Please stop describing yourself. <laughs> he doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> He's not that tall. <laughs> Barrel chested. He has a nose. <laughs> Big barrel chested, sort of strong man, crossed with the gentleman boxer. Yeah. Imagine a machismo man, sort of 19. Like you're 19. Strong man. Not even 1950s, 1920s. Yeah, strong man, strong man crossed with. Domino. 1800s. 1800s. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, a few minutes later, a carriage rocks up. You hear the. Uh, sounds of the horses clapping. No, there is a small crowd. There is a small crowd of people that are jeering at you. Um, How small? About twenty people. Okay, it's not particularly huge. The uh, the guards are keeping them at bay. Um, you walk out. What do you do? You get into the carriage. Good day to you all. I'll see you at the fights. The, yeah, uh, they they're all throwing throwing the flying V's at you and giving you the cabbage. Yeah, that's all right. No one's actually throwing. Refuse. Suck oh, my Bachelot dick. But they're, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Vivian Bachelot! Rylan is getting very into the... Vivian Bachelot! She's, she's the other way. Yeah. No, it's not a... Bachelot. There's a chant happening. This isn't Vivian. Vivian right now. <laughs> yeah. So they're all... Vivian Bachelot! They're all... Vivian Bachelot! Yeah. yeah. They're all chanting and, and railing against you. But, um... <laughs> I'm going. Gorgeous George jumps down and goes, Don't worry about him! They're just jealous of your muscles! How gorgeous is George? George's is a fucking ugly motherfucker. I'll give him, I'll give him a pose. No, no, I like that. Yeah. That, that's, that's great. Before I get into the carriage, I'll give them this. It's so he'll do the strongman be... pose, like pointing into the sky, yeah. and then get into the carriage. You'll never be us. I don't know this. Hmm. No, would one would make love to one's other, one's opponent's mother. Let's live with your mother. My pimples are your aunties. <laughs> yeah, mother was a hamster. Silly, then your father Anyway. You and your silly English can... I told them we already got one. That's the Bashano. Instead of doing this, I go... We even keep half the city. Okay. I told him we already got one. I put a giant catapult and then we throw giant rabbits. Cows. That's what the Trevish is for, watching cows. This wasn't planned, but I love it. The ship sink. Is it what happened? Dead cows. Um, okay, just so you're aware, I do actually really like that to jet that general gesture of disapproval, which is them slapping their heads and going like. Can Ryland have a really racist joke? Guys, guys, I feel this is appropriate at this time. 
What's the difference between a cow and a Bashanos soldier? A cow has a slight chance of knocking down an Earhart Tower. Oh, I like what you just did say. I don't actually fully understand the political Because you launched the cows at the city. And I see what you did. I, I'm still entirely yeah. ignorant of the political situation. She gets it. Uh, uh, I get it. I she think it's funny. It. She gets it, but she's on the opposite side. Oh, I don't care. Okay, so, um, so anyway, yeah. I get in so the garage. So, George, just to be clear, Gorgeous George is an ugly motherfucker. He looks like his head's been pressed in a little bit too much. Um, like his jaw is a little bit high, closer to his head, to the top of his head, than it should be. Um, so he's a bit. Feels w- like his pelvis is a little bit closer to his yeah. spine than uh, it should be. It, it looks he. It's possibly as a birth defect, or he's just one ugly motherfucker. Uh, his maybe, eyes maybe are bulgy. any of these things. His yeah. eyes are a little bit bulgy. So I get into the just carriage. Curious. Gorgeous George is there. Yes, he's like, he's don't having worry a, about it. Don't who's, he, who's the opponent? It's not any of us, right? No, <laughs> no, it's Thunderclack Jack. You Thunderclack. <laughs> so, and you. I've had lots of wine. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thunderclack. Yeah. Thunderclap. Yes. Thunderclap Jack. Have fun editing this, man. Yeah, I will. I absolutely will. This is fucked. We're heading to the square. The bridge. Uh, the bridge first. Yeah. Okay. There's a big shot. The bridge is sort of emblematic of yeah. like this is where Bashano starts. This is where Erhart starts. Or and mm-hmm. the, the it's, wall. It's a neutral kind of. It's ground. yeah, the wall. Yeah, the DMZ. Yeah, effectively. Um, it's actually lined. You're you're arriving in a, a rather nice looking cart. Um, it has Erhart colours on it, and you are driving over the bridge. There's actually a rather large crowd, especially on the Erhart side. Um, the Bashano, not so much, which is a little bit surprising, but um, you arrive, and uh, Gorgeous Joy goes, get out there and make them love you, baby. And yeah, I open the door and sort of... There's a huge roar. Throw a big pose, like flex a couple of times, blow a kiss to some, like a lady in the front. Yeah, there is a down. huge roar, and they're like, rough house, oh, rough house, rough I'm on a- house, rough house. The entire Erhart side is just chanting this, and you even see some of the soldiers doing this. Yeah, and I'm um, sort of like, you know, after a few flexes, <laughs> twist the end of my mustache, um, yeah, and yeah. then just stand out. Um, there's a couple of ships in the bay. Uh, the one with the Erhart flags uh, facing towards the ocean actually fires off a whole pile of the uh, cannons. Um, on the outside? Uh, yeah, on out, basically. Seaward side. Seaward side, yes. Yeah. Um, everyone's having a fantastic time but there's no thunderclap jack he doesn't appear to be there and it's a good five minutes you're waiting there i suppose throwing poses and then you hear a sort of a um there's just this clapping you turn and look at the bashano side of the um of the river and it's watching it's like watching a, a horde of ants come out of an ant's nest there's just this of um, Bashano people just clapping. It's all walks... It's very metropolitan as opposed to the side of the Erhart. Erhart's predominantly human. Uh, the other side is that you see a lot of elves, uh, a lot of halflings, a few dwarves, uh, a lot of humans as well. Um, and they're all chatting. And at the fore, you can see being carried aloft by two what looks like soldiers. Uh, is Thunderclap Jacques, a uh, rather large, burly man. He's easily your equal in physique. Um, he's actually wearing his uh, r- the ropes he'd be wearing in the fight, so boxes, and he's got wrapped knuckles. Um, 
And unlike you, he's actually clean shaven and full head of hair. And the hair is cut relatively short, but uh, he has a really large sneer on his face. So he's basically, he's the inverse. He's he's evil version of long, long version, long hair. And not huge. He's long. just got that. Um, yeah. And you actually hear horns being blown. Like this is their a big fanfare. Big fanfare. It's actually louder than what the Urhart are chanting. And as he reaches where you are, there's a sort of a circle. Can I ask where the sound is coming from? The claps. The, no, no, the... Mm, uh, comes coming from the fork. Um, Gore just comes up to you and just sort of nudges each other and goes, you gotta be bigger than him, brother. Get out there. <clears throat> Show him what you're made of. And um, Jack comes up being carried aloft and is put gently down on the ground and he does sort of a straight up flex with his fist in his hand in front of his chest. Does yeah. like the full like I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. That's fine. I walk up. And then throws his hands up. I walk up and extend my hand forward for a handshake. Uh, he looks at it, looks at you, goes to shake, and then lifts his hands up, goes, ah, and then turns around and showboats to his side, which are even louder now. They're very happy that you've done that. Uh, and I go, oh, very ungentlemanly. It's expected from the Bachano, isn't it, boys? Uh, yeah, you're also like, um, Everyone's showboating at this point. Um... Out on the sea, uh, there's a big hubbub happening on the bridge for some reason. There's people throwing confetti, there's horns being blown. There was a, a gun salute from one of the boats in the harbour that well, didn't go anywhere near you, but it was large and loud. Um, some kind of celebrations happening. Um, you're all on the uh, foredeck, I imagine. That's well, it. We, so we're heading into port? Yeah, no, you're heading basically, you're heading on down the river. On which side? You're heading towards the Bashan side. Okay. Um, um, so, that, anyway. presuming Dupree wants to be there, so Dupree's giving orders, really. Dupree's come out of his cabin for the first time in about three days, and he actually looks rather refreshed. And he's been quite—he's talking, been talking to um, Ironsides a little bit, uh, and then walks up to you and goes, "Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm uh, going to be making land here, and I've been thinking a little bit about our adventures so far." Frankly, I was not entirely thrilled with the way it was resolved in Ardfinland. We figured that, yeah. But I'm willing to have bygones be bygones if you'd like to accompany me for another venture, as it were. I've got a rather large monetary consideration here uh, in the next few days. If you'd like to be a part of it, uh, I can give you a good inside tip as to the results of a rather spectacular prize fight. Any takers? Once. <laughs> In my experience, a rigged fight is not a fight that you can trust. It's not up to you, my good man. It's not my form of entertainment, but I've got nothing better to do. I'm curious on the lucrative prize fight, but hmm. sounds like setting a fight is what I was saying was... Sounds like setting a fight is risky as fuck. Especially because if it's um, particularly to take as a fall, this, it ain't gonna happen. Duty, duty cans is not gonna take a, a, a fall. Do we know who, who's fighting? This one. No, no, no. I'm asking in character to Dupont who's yeah. fighting. You wouldn't be aware. Oh well, it's rather great to come back to her. It's uh, Thunderclap Jack versus uh, Charlie Roughhouse. Should be right. Out of character. Do I know these? Yes, people? you would know Charlie. Goodness, that's going to be um. Well, last time, um, 
Let's say Thunderclap Jacques wiped the floor with that guy. Are we expecting this to happen again? Are we saying is winning? Well, if you're interested, we'll have to talk more once we've made landfall. Charlie Roughhouse is the gentleman fighter. So one assumes you're getting to Thunderclap Jacques, but if you can't get to Charlie Roughhouse, how exactly do you plan to bring a fight? Like I said, you'll have to take me up on the offer, but uh, if you just care to look up there, can you imagine how many people are going to be f- uh, making bets? Angry. It looks, uh, you're actually quite close now to the uh, bridge. Um, so much so that, Charlie, you actually see a ship coming. Does it have Erhart colours? It's an Erhart design. It's not. A, not I'm going to fire a pose down to the ship. Yep. Like, hey, Bella, look up. Oh, hey, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) But you see, yeah, you see a mustachioed bald man throwing a look down at you. And uh, Dupree Dupree waves. (laughs) I give him a half-hearted salute. Yeah, I'm just like... (laughs) And then go back to, like, posing for everyone. Yeah. The crowd's over here, champ. Come on, build it up. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Leda Kay. Clarence Longbottom was played by Tristan Doust. Nezor Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recorders. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink, and Scan Felsbar is played by Joshua Walker. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash therebedragons for additional material and content. You can also check out our website at therebedragonscast.com. There Be Dragons is produced and edited by Matthew Buss. There Be Dragons original score is composed by Sean Tanian. You can find more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons art is produced by Brianna Manning. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>